It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of Locked On Titans. I am Jimmy Morris, joined as always by Terry Lambert. Terry, what's going on tonight? Not a whole lot. How you doing? Doing pretty well. Um, all right, so before we get started tonight, we're going to tell you about mybookie.ag. And again, uh, we've, we've talked about them before. Great, great website for betting. Uh, they have a great mobile site, so you can you can jump on there right before the game, during the game. Uh, they have lines that are, that are adjusted all throughout the game. Uh, MyBookie.ag. If you use the promo code Locked On, you get 100 uh, up to 100 deposit bonus. So check that out. Um, really cool stuff there, and, and we'll talk a little bit more about some lines that we see that we like in that later. Uh, before we get to that, we're going to talk about the Titans practice report from today. The Titans are back on the field today. Um, Corey Davis, the biggest news, was labeled as a full participant by Mike Malarkey. He uh, said that Corey Davis will start on Sunday. And it was complimentary of some things that, that Corey Davis did today. He talked specifically about some third down stuff that they do in practice on Wednesdays, uh, contested catches and that kind of stuff, and that Davis really w- was was really good in, in that period. So all the stuff that we've, we've wanted to hear uh, we've been looking forward to him being back on the field and kind of what that will mean for the Titans offense. Yeah, and, you know, like we were talking before we got on, you're all in on him. Uh, you know, I I think uh, he's going to make Matchup proof. Matchup proof, yeah. Uh, I think it's going to make a huge difference. Um, just having him out there healthy, he's really a guy that, you know, Titans just don't have much of. They don't have a guy that can really go up and win jump balls uh, and win contested balls and out physical corners. So uh, assuming he's 100% healthy, that's a huge development for the Titans. Yeah, and I mean, from everything Malarkey said today, he made it sound like that he is 100%. So um, I, I wouldn't. I still don't think you'll see him with his full complement of, sta- of snaps in the first game uh, just because, you know, like I said last night, he said that he came back too quickly last time. So they're not going to want to risk that again. But like they say, he's going to start, so that's a good sign. And I think you'll see him. I think you'll see him out there quite a bit, and then hopefully he can just ramp up from there uh, as he continues to go along. Uh, Jonathan Cyprian's the other guy that's been out since week two, and he was limited today in practice. And Mike Malarkey said that um, they're they're kind of still a, a little bit more cautious on him. Um, you know, we said yesterday he's a little bit behind uh, Davis as far as where they are with, with their specific hamstring injuries. Uh, Malarkey said today that he couldn't guarantee that Cyprian will play, but it seems like he's on track to play. And I don't know. I mean, Cyprian obviously has his issues. We've, we've talked about that. But in a game like this one, I, I think he can – I think this game sets up better for him to make an impact than, than some other games that they'll play down the road. Oh, no doubt. Uh, the reason he was signed was uh, for his ability to, to kind of plug the run and, and come downhill and make some plays like that. So uh, I think of him as kind of an, an extra linebacker out there on the field. And as as long as the Titans kind of use him in that role uh, and don't ask him to do too much in the back end, I, I, I really like his fit uh, in kind of the Damian Stafford role uh, that we, you saw him play last year. So um Again, it'll be interesting to see how they rotate him with with Cersei. Uh, but hopefully they, they keep him coming downhill and kind of keep him in the box. Uh, where he got into trouble with the Jaguars was when he was asked to cover a uh, single high deep uh, or, or two deep. 
Uh, he he kind of struggled with with some long speed and some recognition issues uh, back there in the secondary. So uh, I think keeping him in the box is is the way to go, especially with this game. Yeah, and, and like you said, I mean, it's a little bit of a concern because LeBeau has, you know, had a tendency to mix and match the safeties, and so sometimes he does find himself in a situation where he is kind of a single high guy, and that should never be the case. I mean, we talked a lot about that when they signed him you know, back in free agency, that that's not the strength of his game. So hopefully they make some adjustments there. And, and I mean, he's a box guy, and that, that's really all that they need to have him doing. Um, the, the, other, the other biggest note was Delaney Walker mispractice today. Now, they still sound pretty optimistic that he'll, he'll be able to play. Again, he's suffering from that bone bruise on his ankle uh, that he got against the Browns. And, you know, initially they said it was an ankle sprain came back after the game and said, no, it's actually a bone bruise. It'll be a pain tolerance issue. Um, I, I still expect him to be out there, but it would be good to see him practice at some point this week. So we'll keep an eye on that tomorrow and Friday and, and see how, see what the, the, you know, what they declare him to have been. And, and like I said, hopefully he'll at least get out there on a limited basis over the next couple of days. DeMarco Murray was a full participant today. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about him after the Monday practice about him being limited on Monday and the hamstring that's bothered him for a few months now, but good, good sign that he was able to be a full participant today. Hopefully the week off, you know, did him some good there. Yeah. And, and you know, I feel like we've harped, harped on it a lot. He's just not there. Uh, and, and we probably won't see him there the rest of the year. It's just kind of that time of year where guys start to tough it out. And uh, you're probably not going to see this team shut him down because they just quite honestly can't afford to. Uh, he, he's just too valuable, uh, so it, it's it's kind of a tough spot for the for the team. Uh, but again, they kind of box themselves in when they're they're basically said that they're going to rely on two backs. So uh, I was surprised they didn't sign anybody else. But that that's the situation they're in, and you know they're going to have to live in it. Um, Delaney Walker, I I would be pretty surprised if he doesn't play, and and maybe that's just a gut, and maybe it's just. Uh, knowing Delaney and, and his history here, he's just kind of got that tough guy mentality to him. Uh, if it's a pain tolerance thing, he's going to play. Uh, but, you know, on the off chance that, that he's he's limited or, or maybe on a snap count, you got to feel good about Jonu Smith and, and what he's done in the little time that he's been here. Yeah, you talked about the failure to add a back um, that could help them on third down and that kind of stuff. You know, it's kind of the exact opposite with that of, of that, with the tight end position. Uh, you know, they brought in Jonathan Smith, who seems, you know, drew comparisons in the draft process to Delaney Walker. So they do have that guy that can they can back up and fill him in, fill him in for him in that role. So, um, yeah, you you got to feel pretty confident about where he is and, and what he would be able to do. The only other note, uh, practice Quentin Spain missed today. And, again, he's got the turf toe. We expect him to be out on Sunday. Uh, Malarkey didn't go as far as to, to declare him out today. But it still sounds like he's going to be a long shot play, so you're probably going to see Brian Schwinky in that position. All right, so we'll talk again about my bookie. Um, there's a lot of sports books out there, you know that. Um, oh, but the one that, that we keep going back to, the one that has the best mobile website, is mybookie.ag, and it's, just, it's a really cool site. And you can, like I said, you can you can hit it on the go all the time. Um, you can get lines before the game, during the game. Uh, you, you can keep hitting that if, if you know you like the Titans line on Sunday. You can. You can pound it before the game starts. You can hit it at the first quarter. You can hit it at halftime. Uh, it's just a really cool thing that they do. So you can check that out, uh, mybookie.ag. And, again, you use the promo code Locked On. 
you get up to 100% deposit bonus, which is obviously really cool. And, um, you know, they've got a good reputation. There's, there's a lot of sports books out there. You can't trust some of them. And, you know, some of them are kind of shady. Uh, but you don't have that problem with MyBookie. So, ch- again, check them out, MyBookie.ag. And we'll get into a couple of games here that we like uh, on the site this week. Uh, the one that I wanted to focus on is the Buccaneers and the Saints. The Saints are, seven, are a seven-point favorite at home against the Tampa Buccaneers. And the, the reason that I like the Saints in this game so much is because, number one, James, James Winston is still hurt. Um, he was obviously very limited on Sunday in what he was able to do. He's got that, that AC joint sprain in his throwing shoulder. Um, and going to New Orleans against the New Orleans defense, that is a lot better than, than people initially want to give him credit for. I think people are starting to come around. Marshawn Lattimore, a guy that we were in love with, um, heading through the draft process last year, you know, cornerback was a big need for the Titans. I think the, the hamstring concerns that he had had in the past obviously scared them off a little bit. He's been just lights out for them so far. Um, so, you know, their pass defense is better than people think. Uh, the Saints are obviously, you know, they, they've been relying on the run a little bit more this year, but we know what Drew Brees can do when he's fourth throw. We know what Drew Brees can do against a, a bad defense. Uh, the Buccaneers have been banged up in the secondary all year, um, been without a couple of their starting corners for the majority of the season, were without them last week. And so at home, in the Dome, we know what Drew Brees is worth in that game. So I just really like the Saints in this game. Um, Saints minus seven, I'm all over that line. Terry, is there one that stands out to you? Uh, absolutely. I like that Saints line. Uh, I also love the Texans. I, I know it's a big line. Uh, 13-point favorites, but they're at home facing the Colts. Uh, you know how bad the Colts are. You know how good the Texans are. Uh, the record might not show it, but you know that offense is cooking right now. Uh, you saw what Marcus Mariota was able to do to the Colts on one hamstring. Imagine what Deshaun Watson's going to be able to do with now Will Fuller's back in the fold. You've got DeAndre Hopkins. That offense is just cooking right now. So uh, bad spot for the Colts, great spot for the Texans. I, I like them to win probably easily covering that 13-point spread. Yeah, and that game being at home. And, you know, I was I was fully convinced last week that Deshaun Watson was going to, you know, show rookie rookie NFL quarterback on the road in Seattle. And he did throw three picks, but he also threw 400 yards and four touchdowns. And, and if he can do that against Seattle on the road, um, there's no telling what he's going to be able to do against the Colts at home. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I like that one as well. Yeah, uh, it, says, right. it says something that the Texans are throwing the ball down the field. Uh, and, you know, this is Titans podcast. So, you know, maybe the Titans can learn something from that. Uh, I, I just I just like taking shots down the field. I think it opens up a lot. And for a team like the Titans that, that just kind of, you know, everything feels boxed in. Uh, I, I would love, and, and especially with Corey Davis back this week, open it up, throw the ball down the field. Yeah, that would be really cool. And that's absolutely what the Texans have done, and they've tailored their offense to Deshaun Watson's strengths. Um, so, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. It would be nice to see something like that here. Uh, as far as the Titans line this week, uh, it's still not on my bookie, uh, you know, because I guess it hasn't been confirmed that Joe Flacco is going to play. But he was a full participant in practice today. Uh, he did the media call this week with the, with the Titans media. You know, each week the opposing team, generally their quarterback, does the uh, does a call with the local media of the of the opposite team. And Flacco did that today. So, I mean, I, I think it's a pretty strong indication that, that they're planning on him playing. 
Um, you know, the, the line is still off some sites because that hasn't been confirmed. But we've seen it on a couple at a couple other places. The Titans, you know, minus three and a half, minus four, something like that. Um, and it's it's an interesting line. I mean, I think this is going to be an ugly game. And uh, I, I can't. What's the what's the total on that game? I think it's forty three. Forty three. So I mean, I, I think I, I like the under there because I just I, I think that neither team is going to be able to do a whole lot on on offense. Uh, I, I think we all think the Titans' offense is talented, but the Ravens' defense is really good. And then I just don't think the Ravens' defense our offense is, is that talented. And I think the Titans' defense has been playing better and at least has shown up and played well against bad offenses which is what I think the Raiders are. So I'm not sure how I feel on the line yet, but I think if I were going to go one way in this game, I would definitely go with the under on the 43. Yeah, I would probably lean Ravens plus four. Uh, not not saying that they're going to win, but you know, like we've been saying all week, it's going to be an ugly game. Uh, it just feels like one of those uh, defensive struggles where one team really doesn't assert themselves uh, you know, honestly, I just don't see a huge advantage on either side. Uh, the Ravens' numbers against the run, they're bad, but, you know, they've got some pieces. Uh, that front seven is still pretty good. Uh, Brandon Williams is still there. Terrell Suggs still doing his thing. Um, so, And, you know, we've seen the, the Titans struggle to run the ball, even against you know, teams mediocre against the run. So, um I know we've been harping on it all week, but they've got to figure out how to run the ball. I'm I'm just not sold that it happens right here. Um but I, I, I do like the underplay. I think it's something like a like a twenty seventeen type game. Yeah, absolutely. And we talked a little bit last night about the 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 struggles that the Ravens defense has had. Um but if we look a little bit closer uh at, at the DVOA numbers, it might not be quite as bad as you think it would be. So coming up, we'll talk a little bit about some DVOA numbers uh, for the Ravens and specifically how we think the Titans will be able to attack them. Matt Williamson brings the scouts perspective to the locked on NFL podcast. You got to talk 2018 quarterbacks. Josh Allen has the best quarterback record aside from Lamar Jackson, but the lowest completion percentage other than Josh Rosen he's just been a complete garbage for the most part when he's been allowed to play yeah but I just want to throw a couple nuggets out on Allen and I know he's a lot bigger a lot stronger but he kind of reminds me of early career RG3 what's kind of remarkable about Allen is he is so gifted and he got better I thought this past year which is encouraging with the anticipatory throws and the touch of his throws but his deep ball passing is like the worst in the league. Hear Matt with co-host Brian Peacock every day on Locked On NFL. Subscribe or follow today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so yeah, it stood out to me. Like we said, you know, they're in, in the bottom third of the league as far as yards allowed um, against the run. But if you pull up DVOA, which is obviously a football outsider stat, but it, it's one that, that's proven to be pretty predictive, um, the, the Ravens are third overall on defense. And they're, uh, I think, yeah, they're second against the pass, 16th against the run, which is obviously, you know, right in the middle of the pack. But 16th is a lot different than 30th. So I think that, you know, when you look at this, this Ravens defense, I mean, obviously that means the place to attack them is on the ground. 
um, because you take that number over the you know a top three number. But at the same time, like you said, I'm not sure this is exactly a get right spot. You know, like the if you just per game would kind of lead you to believe. Yeah, and like I was saying, they've got some pieces. It's uh, it, Brandon Williams, uh, Carl Davis, uh, Terrell Suggs, C.J. Mosley. Uh, that front is is really good. Uh, so, and you know, we've seen the Titans struggle up front, and, and it's hard to really put a finger on why. Uh, and the the formula isn't going to be right, obviously. And, and we're expecting Quentin Spain to to miss this game. So uh, maybe Schwinky in the game can. can Give him a jolt uh, with a new left guard. Uh, I, I just I wish we had an answer, and, and it's just hard to say. And, and maybe it's just having a full year of this exotic smash mouth offense on tape, but the big plays in the run game just aren't there. Uh, and, and like I was saying, they, they've got the pieces to stop it. And, and you know, I don't have the stats in front of me to back that up, but how much of that ranking? of 29th against the run, it's just because the Jaguars just run all over them in London. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. I mean, those games, those London games are, are outliers. And not to say that you could just throw them out because they're, you know, they're games and they're one of 16 and they count. But it, it's a weird circumstance with that whole thing, the, the start time, the travel, all that stuff. And, again, you know, Jacksonville plays plays that game every year. So they're more accustomed to – that kind of stuff. So, I mean, you know, that game, because that was the game where didn't the Jack, the Jaguars tight end caught like three touchdowns. In that yeah. Game Mercedes too, right? I mean, Lewis. Mercedes Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just, it, it was just a crazy game. So um, again, you can't just completely discount it, but at the same time, it does seem like it was a little bit of an outlier. Like I said, because you look at them 16th overall DVOA against the run. So not, not as bad as the 29th number would lead you to believe. Um, now, on offense, they, they are as bad as you think they are. They're 24th overall DVOA on offense. And, you know, again, I, that, the reason that I would like the under in this game is just because I think the Titans' defense is is playing better. I think it's clearly better than it was last year. There's still some there's still some questions. The pass rush is still an issue. Um, and I'm not sure, you know, we, we think, you know, Corey Davis is going to save the offense and they're going to figure something out on the bye week as far as the offensive line. It's going to, you know, save the season. I don't know what that thing is on defense. I don't have confidence that, you know, all of a sudden they're going to figure out something with Brian Arakpo or Derek Morgan that's going to make a huge difference. But I think that, you know, they'll look to blitz a little bit more. And in, in a game where, you know, you're against Joe Flacco, who is is a is a fine quarterback, but is not a guy that you're really afraid to blitz, and, and he doesn't have weapons on the outside that you're afraid to you know leave in single coverage or something like that. So I, I think this is a, a spot where the Titans defense should be able to you know keep them in this game. And the good thing is the Titans have faced two bad offenses the last two the last in the last two games they played in the Colts and the, and the Browns. They looked bad in the first half against the Colts, but they made their halftime adjustments. Shut the Colts' offense down his half. Didn't really allow the Browns to do much of anything. Had you know Kevin Byard had three picks in that game, so they they forced some turnovers and they've shown the ability to at least be good against bad offenses, which is what we think that the Dodgers are. So I, I feel <laughs> the pretty. Ravens. Or the Dodgers. Well, the Dodgers just, <laughs> sorry, you I'm must have the baseball game on. Yeah, the, the Astros just won the World Series. There you go. It, it's what we think the Ravens are. So. Um, uh, you know, I don't expect them to to struggle. The Titans even to struggle a whole lot here, and I think they'll be able to keep it close. Yeah, they should. They should be able to keep up their their hot streak going. You know, 
they've they've played. I think Jim White tweeted it out. They've been playing a lot better since their debacle in Houston, but they've been facing bad offenses, like you said. So uh, this is a weird one. Uh, you know, it, the Ravens are kind of like the Titans in that they're very inconsistent. Um, they can. There's certainly pieces there. Um, Jeremy Macklin, Mike Wallace, and, and Alex Collins too. He's averaging six yards a touch. So there's guys you got to pay attention to. There's just not a lot to be afraid of, uh, and, and that's not to say that they can't go out and, and beat you. But this is still an offense that the Titans should be able to to you know shut down. Uh, you know this team really shouldn't be able to score really more than 17 points um, on this defense. I think so. Uh, I don't think it's going to take a stellar performance from the offense to win this game. Uh, but, again, the defense has to step up and, and and not fall asleep and kind of continue what they've been building on. Yeah, and it's weird. I mean, I, I didn't know that I would have confidence in the Titans defense at any point this season. And I, I still don't know that I do, you know, and they travel to Pittsburgh in a couple of weeks. But in this spot, I feel like they can play well enough. And I, I, think, I think you'll see a pretty good game out of them. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I still, I'm still not sure overall how I feel about the Titans in this game. I, I do think it's going to be an ugly game. I do think it's going to be a game that, that's going to go under. And you know, I, I, I feel good about the Titans kicking game. So I mean, I think the Titans have a good chance to win this game. It's at home. You got to like that. So you know, this is a game they need to win because the Ravens are not a, a terrible team, but. They're definitely a beatable team. You get them at home. Um, you know, this is one of those games that if they don't win, you're probably going to look back on and, and count it as one of those games that, man, if we would have had that one, then we would have had a better chance of doing, you know, whatever X, Y, and Z is at the end of the season. So it, it's not, you know, it, it's silly to call any game a must-win at this point in the season. But it, it's a game they really do need to win. It's an important win for them to get. Coming out of the bye, getting that momentum going for the second half, um, so, you know, and like I said, the Ravens are fine. They're 12th overall in DVOA. Their special teams are pretty good. They're second overall. Um, but I really think this is, a, this is a win the Titans need to get if they're going to get to where they were hoping to be, which is, you know, AFC South champions uh, in the in the playoffs. I, I think this is a game that they really need to get. Yeah, and you, you mentioned the game that, that you'll look back on at the end of the season. And, and the Titans have already had one with, with yeah. Miami. Yeah. Uh, so you can't let those add up, uh, and, and you know Baltimore's not out of the playoff picture either. They're four and four. Uh, they're they're probably in that wild card hunt. Uh, I don't I don't know if they're good enough, but you never know what's going to happen. So it's important to to put a team uh, like this that you're you're competing with for a potential wild, wild card spot down. Uh, so uh, again, just go take care of business. I feel like that's what we've been preaching all year. Uh, but you know, let's start getting some consistency. Let's start getting some some consistent chunks, four or five yards in the in the run game. Uh, that's the stuff I want to see. And how great would it be to to see them come out and get a lead, play from ahead? Uh, you know, put a team away. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, the things that we haven't really seen from this team. I mean, they've done in the second half. You know, midway through the fourth quarter. But we haven't seen it, you know, one of those games where they just kind of dominate from start to finish. So that'd be, that would be really cool to see here. Uh, all right, so, I mean, that'll pretty much do it for this this week of Ravens prep. Uh, like I said, I, I do like the, the Titans' chances in this game. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be a pretty one. I don't think it's going to be an easy one. I think it's a game they can absolutely win. Um, I didn't mention it from the top. We still have the, the promotion going with, with Pro Football Focus. 
if you rate and review the podcast on iTunes, um, we, we would encourage you to do that regardless because it gives us good feedback. We would obviously hope that you would leave a five-star review. But if you do that and you leave your Twitter handle in the review, you're entered to win a year-long subscription to PFF. You know, there's a lot of cool stuff there. So, so go ahead and check that out. Terry, anything else before we get out tonight? I don't believe so. All right, so uh, that'll do it for this week. We will be back on Sunday night, Monday morning, uh, with a reaction to this game, hopefully uh, reacting to another win. Uh, so be sure and check that out. Check us out on MusicMiracles.com. We'll have a lot more on this game as we go through the weekend. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at JMorrisMCM. Terry is at T Lambert FB. So for Terry, this is Jimmy saying thanks for listening to Locked On Titans, and we will talk to you again after the Ravens game. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Podcast Network, but why stop now? Check out the daily Locked On Podcast Network for your favorite NBA team. Find it right now in your favorite podcast app, and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.